Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! What's up, D-Pads? Join us as we take a hard left turn through a pane of glass and drive straight through a watermelon stand as we revisit the 20-year-old driving base simulator stuntman on the PS2 this week on the Retrograde Podcast. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Baskin, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Steve Mikey Ween, Aaron Word. Steve Mikey Ween. Well, he's such a good driver, he Andrew. Is he's basically his own stuntman. Oh my goodness, that's Mikey Aaronworth. And we're back for another week on the Retrograde Podcast. We're back for another week to celebrate the 20-year anniversary of a game that I don't know if many other people liked as much as I did, but I think it does actually have quite a bit of a, fo- a cult following. Yeah. A fault following. Yeah, a fault as following. Some people want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stuntman on the PlayStation 2. It's a cult for dyslexia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What about Mikey Verstappen? Uh, well, I mean, there's not really a pun on Mikey when you say that, and he's Ooh. not a stunt driver. I dare you to make that guy He's crash. a precision driver. He's a precision driver, yeah. Isn't, oh, I can't tell the difference between the two. I, the, you'd have to be pretty precise to be a stunt driver as you well. You have to be very pre- precise. Mm-hmm. But you, you, know, you need to be more like a, a professional wrestler instead of a martial artist. You need to be able to sell a fall as well as you need to. to yeah, that's out, true. You, know you need to be a little more rugged. Yeah. Cooler. And that's why I'm a stunt driver. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You do. Right, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> you do scream stunt energy off of there. Like, I don't care. I'll throw myself through a... Uh, Paint a glass. Paint a glass. Yeah, paint a glass. Take a hard left turn through a paint and then of just glass. drink some whiskey after work. As our speaking of, what's in your uh, what's in your coffee cup there, Andrew? Black coffee. Black coffee. Drink it out of my Overwatch mug. I mm-hmm. like it quite a bit. So this is, uh, as we mentioned, the twenty year celebration of yeah. of a game stuntman. We're uh, we're going to get into that game in a little bit. But before we do, if you're a new listener to this podcast, first of all. Thanks for listening. Where you been? Secondly, well, that's a good question. Andrew. Yeah, where you been? This podcast is over four years old. It's over four years where old. Where you been? But, you know, don't scare them off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, thank you for being here. Also, also, you can't listen to anything past year three, <laughs> before year three. That's one of my biggest fears. We should remaster. Hey, look, remasters are big in the industry right now. Yes. We should just remake our old episodes. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. <laughs> new sound design. Yeah. The new structure where we don't play the game on the podcast. The Hell graphics yeah. look so much better. So much better. Well, they actually true. do. Yeah, they that actually is a do, real thing. Thanks to yeah. Sean Bringia of Australia, of all places, Australia. who, who re- rebranded us. But, no, typically what we do on this podcast is we take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something we had an affinity towards one way or another. We rate and review the game as we remember it back when we played it. Then we actually take a break, play the game, come back and rate and review the game as it holds up in the modern day against like some modern games. Uh, Also out of four bits. It's it's a really simple process. It is. It's so simple. I'm honestly getting sick and tired of having to explain it to you, Andrew, as we Mm -hmm. start every episode Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's it's the same thing every time. Yeah. We record in my house. You knock on the door. Yeah. You say... What are we doing here? Yeah. And I have to start from scratch Yeah, every time and explain what I just explained to you. And then we hit record and I need to do it again. Yeah, it's like it's a memento disease if I was illiterate. A memento disease. <laughs> I just didn't write anything. No, no. And I'm just like, what? Uh, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> You're like recording a podcast. I'm like, all right. Okay, cool. So that's the thing about memento. Hmm? How does he remember how to read? You know, what, wow. you, know what make a good, you know what would make a good movie? Yeah. Every time... The cycle resets. Yeah. He's got to go back to kindergarten. Right. Learn as much as he can. Right. Is Memento... He, he cycles back. Yes. Pisses himself. <laughs> He's potty trained. He's got to get potty trained. He's got to get potty trained. He's got to get potty trained. Is Memento the first uh, movie version of a roguelike? Wow. Wow. <laughs> kind of. I kind of like that. Kind That's of. really good. Um, uh, or roguelite, I guess I would say. Mm. Those those two things are different. But look, before we go out, uh, get on today's topic of stuntman, we're going to talk a little bit of bullshit, a little bit of nonsense about video games, Andrew. About video games. Because apparently that's important. Exclusively. You said that 
in the last week's episode mm-hmm. in the in the little I don't know do do people out there do they know that we have <laughs> a stinger at a the stinger end stinger at the end <laughs> yeah. at the end credits we always have like a fun blooper that yeah. is something to do with the episode usually or yeah. not <laughs> or not usually it, it used to just be one of us saying something embarrassing yes it was always <laughs> us admitting to something really bad yeah yeah <laughs> uh, admitting to something really bad. it was like confession basically I basically what would happen is I would put a microphone in your confession stand. <laughs> yes I would <laughs> Andrew, uh, I want to hear your confession about. Okay. Uh, you you mentioned last week that you beat Spider-Man Miles I Morales. Did. Yeah, finally. Um, part of the PlayStation Plus package yeah. that you got along with uh, Assassin's Creed Thank Valhalla yep. and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Have and? You, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. And have you put any time into any more of those games? Yeah. So Guardians of the Galaxy I've been playing yeah. and I've been playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I couldn't help but play because they were featured in Thor, Love and Thunder. Which came out uh, just prior to us recording this episode. Absolutely. So it's obviously out by the time this releases. And so, and we're also on the Mushroom Club, uh, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast, going to be doing a bonus episode where we break down all our plentiful thoughts on Thor, Love and Thunder. So many thoughts. Uh, uh, hey, look, $5 US a month if you want to get our opinions on that. Yeah. You also get access to all of the gameplay portions. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we used to include those in, in the regular portion of the episode, but now we bump that over with video as well yep. over to uh, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast. So if you want to see us play the game today, Stuntman. And yeah. talk about Thor. And talk about Thor at the same time. Yes. We should start doing that two for one. We're playing <laughs> Stuntman talking about Thor. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, Guardians though, you you did. Yeah, I started playing. I, I continued playing that and I've continued playing Ghosts and uh, Ghost of Shima is a great game. I, I knew you would love it's that It's just game. a great game. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's, Oddly precise in its in its uh, fighting style, which I understand is yes uh, about fr- from soft. Excuse it's me, it's a little bit more from soft. I mean, it is. It's it borrows more from the mechanics of of like an Assassin's Creed, but it is a lot more focused on the detail of fighting. Mm-hmm. I think the fighting mechanics are a lot more fun in a game like Ghost of Tsushima. I've had my issues with open world games that I've talked about plentiful on this podcast. Yes, you have. Uh, the reason I like Ghost of Tsushima was because I found the combat itself very engaging. Mm-hmm. I would find myself like rather than avoiding conflict in that game because I just wanted to get to my next objective marker, I would seek out opportunities to have group fights, which I found very cool. Yeah, the fighting the, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait for it to be incredibly frustrating and in which I hate it, but uh it's constantly battling with MLB the show uh-huh. and Fortnite where I'm like, do I really want to play, you know, whatever where I could just do this for 30 minutes? Yes, stupid. Just how, how much how many hours a week do you play Fortnite? Oh, not very much. No. And Three or four? Okay. Not a lot. It's well, no, actually, that's probably not that much. Yeah. Sorry, I not even that much. Mm-hmm. I would might play I might play three or four games, which is like twenty minutes each. Okay. So an hour and a half. Well, I don't know why I changed why I said four hours, but because you you <clears throat> you're constantly making fun of me and how much I play Overwatch. Yeah, that that is true. Uh but then again, I also don't post about Fortnite and then go on subreddits about Fortnite and watch YouTube videos about yeah, Fortnite yeah. and strategize about Fortnite. I use that as like a uh, oh, so you're not you're not committed. I, I use that as a Winter Soldier esque type code word, turning my brain off at the end of the night, <laughs> where it's like it's like a palace February, and I'm like, isn't that Manchurian Candidate? That's also Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of examples of you know code words activating people or no, deactivating people. I actually think that's not true. I think really, only Petunia. One. Pet- <laughs> oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Ah, Petunia. Petunia. Okay, okay. Oh, 
Mommy. Christ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, red October, red October. <laughs> That's my regular state of being is the mommy portion. You got me back. I got, uh, yeah, actually, before the the podcast, I turn you into podcaster mode. Yes. And you, they, they don't want to know the real you. Oh, oh no, no. Who, who would? I'm surprised yeah. that you do. <laughs> uh, um, so apart from uh, from Ghost, like like getting getting deep into mm-hmm. it, Ghost and uh, and and Guardians, yeah. are, you, are you equally progressing in both of those things? Yes, or I am. Yes, yeah. I am. I, I kind of do a level or two or, you know, whatever version, objective or two. Yeah. And then you kind of switch back and then you're like, ah, oh, okay, cool. But to be perfectly honest, I haven't had a lot of time for video games. Video mm. games, uh, really like taxing. I've been, there's been a lot of good TV on. Yes. Uh, which I'm not going to talk about here. We, we do that over at the, the Marshall Club. Yeah, we well do. Often. But it's been, it's been nice having games that have story that, that make you feel involved and want to progress in. Yeah. That is always a rewarding feeling instead of a game that just resets itself like Memento. Yep. Every 30 minutes where you're like, oh, back to the start. Unless the purpose of that reset is to push the story forward. Yes, like Memento. Like, like Memento. <laughs> uh, and and in a game that I've been playing that I talked about okay. last week, uh, Outer Wilds. I finally got back into that. Mm. It just seems to be having this weird resurgence in the culture of gaming right now. Yes. A lot of people are talking about the game. It is... It is a a marvel. This game is. I, I I mentioned it briefly because I had played it probably over a year ago. Uh, uh, f- at first for a few hours, and I kind of got. I was like in, engaged and intrigued by it, but I kind of lost interest in it. Basically, there's just a, a cycle in the universe. The cycle lasts about twenty four minutes or something like that, or in the galaxy where you start off. You you the universe is is very easily explorable in a very short amount of time. You have a, 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 a spaceship that you can go mm-hmm. into and explore all the different planets. You have to pilot them. Once you get on the planets, you can go inside them. There's little mysteries that you have to solve. And you're just piecing together the mystery of an ancient race that was wow. like an ancient civilization that cool. kind of was looking for the secret of, of the universe, essentially. And the way you do that is you send yourself to these different planets, you find these little breadcrumb breadcrumb trails, Mm -hmm. inevitably die somehow, and you start right back at the beginning, but you maintain your, your ship's log, essentially, which gives you little tidbits of information as to like where certain people are, are okay. hiding or where you can find them for, for, for more information or how to, to trace the path of some of these, the, the ancient race that, that, that came before you. It is a weirdly difficult game. Okay. Um, because it's very obtuse purposely the point is is like it, it's a puzzle it's a giant puzzle mm. and i think over the weekend i legitimately put six or seven hours into wow. it wow like a, a lot that's a lot for you it's it's a lot for me and and i'm very intrigued and i want to finish this game but it's honestly like it kind of amazes me that so many people love this game as much as they do okay. because of how difficult it is to figure out where to go at any point in time right um do you ever get this issue with games sometimes where it's like this one is beautiful okay it it, uh and that's all i want in a game i don't care about its personality it's superficial i just i just want a beautiful (laughs) game Hey, game. Just be beautiful. You should smile more. Oh, God. Hey, game. You should smile more. Um, the game ejects itself, throws itself out the window. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I jizz in a fern. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, no, but you ever find, like, if you've played a game for too long, usually it's in one sitting, you end up seeing like the code of the game where you're like, I realize all I'm doing is I'm like going in one direction because I'm following one clue. They tell me what the clue is. Zane. 
yeah, you're direction. following Zayn. I'm following. He is the only person from that band that yeah. I would follow. Everyone keeps talking about Harry Styles now. I'm like, no, no, not in my world. No, Zayn. Although he's got a nice hairstyle. I mean, that's hairstyle. No, yeah, Harry no, no one can take that away. His from him. his general attire and outfits. Oof. He's lots uh, of, yeah, there's a lot going on. I like it. I'm not jealous of him at all. No, like, why are we even talking about me being jealous of this guy? I didn't say that. Okay, good. Because it because you're not. No, like not at all. Stop. What are you doing? Why are you accusing me of it? I'm not. Well, you just yelled at me a little bit. No, I didn't. I just, you're laughing maniacally. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's weird. No one likes that. This is your Joker origin story. When you see Harry Styles on the cover of a magazine, you're like, oh, God, I'm going to burn down a school. So here's my Joker Joker origin story. Yeah, okay. I see Harry Styles Uh in, in real life. Oh, in real life? Yeah, everyone thinks he's cool. Yeah. I shoot Robert De Niro in the fucking head. Who happens to be around Harry Styles? No, I gotta go find. No, him. you gotta go find. Him. You see Harry Styles, and you're like, okay, one plane ticket to New York, please. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, I'm in Tribeca. Where are you at? I'm at Nobu. Yeah. So no, I found myself in the middle of of this seven hour stint of playing this game, mm-hmm. and feeling like it was just one giant fetch quest. And the thing that I was hoping for in this game is that it felt so different from all other games that it kept my attention, and I, I couldn't wait to explore. And it is beautiful, and there is a lot to explore, but. When you really start to peel the layers apart, it is kind of similar to, in a weird Uh-oh. way, like an Assassin's Creed game. Oh, where no. You just One of your put, favorite games. You put an objective marker somewhere and you just go to it. That's and then you also have is. to jump off high bell towers and to uh, turn into falcons. Hay, turn into falcons. Eagles. Yeah, you got you to gotta deal with Miles and his office bullshit. <laughs> Miles, I gotta go to HR. I gotta yeah. visit HR every so often. No, that's I, I get that. That's like how I felt about like Mandalorian stuff, like where you watch three episodes in a row and you're like, so it's just the same thing yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, it starts getting less appealing. You know, it's funny. I I think about I you know this. You know this about me. Yes. I'm always on the cutting edge. Uh-huh. I'm always like the show comes out, I've watched it, I've seen it, I've played oh, it. You're you put a lot of words in my mouth there. I I know that you're on the cutting edge. Yeah. You say this all the time. To whom? In general, Harry. Uh, I hope that'd oh. be great. If you told Harry Styles that you're like that guy's on the cutting edge, <laughs> I would love you forever. I'd be like, wow, you told Harry Styles that? That's so nice of you. Okay. Why do you have a gun? Here's, here's <laughs> on the fine Bobby, I baby. Bobby, I gotta find some TV cameras and Bobby De Niro. Okay, so if I yes. meet Harry Styles, yes. I'll tell him that you're always on the cutting edge. Cool. What do you want me to tell him about you? I was gonna ask what what would you what would you? I'd be like that guy's fucking obsessed with you. I'd run. <laughs> I feel like I died. Oh, fucking- and then it'll be like a running man scenario. Oh yeah. That's the most good. dangerous game. Harry Styles. <laughs> the most dangerous game. Hunting the most dangerous game of all. Harry Styles. <laughs> um, so I'm always on the cutting edge. Yeah. These games that I've been playing through, through PlayStation plus and, and that's awesome. That's really cool that the service provides. That. Yeah. I guess I pay money for it, but whatever is that it's kind of like, it is for the first time in my life. Also, also, I will say, I just finished Stranger Things season three. Oh, wow. Season three. I, I just want to make that incredibly clear. Season three. Yeah, you're behind so, a little bit. I'm very much behind. And so it's very hard, other than this podcast, to find people to talk to about, like, so you guys like Miles Morales? <laughs> and they're like, what? The game from 2020? I'm like, yeah, it's good, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I think I remember it. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Like, Stranger Things. I'm like, Stranger Things is good. And you're like, yeah, what about this? I'm like, no, no, not no, that. No, the ice cream not that. The, was yeah, so cool. the Russians and the ice cream right good here's you're doing it all wrong i knew that i wanted to play outer wilds and i waited for this groundswell of momentum about that game to just naturally come back up and it is Mm -hmm. so now there actually are people that i can talk to about nice but um i will keep playing it uh because i i I think the problem is I just played too much of it too quickly that mm-hmm. I started to get a little bit... Ice cream headache? Ice cream headache a little bit. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 
And uh, and I so I'll take a little bit of a step back, but I want to get back to it. I I did the dumbest thing, man. I do this. So I believe often. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, that, that's like you know. Full stop. Yep, that's the end of the story. Yeah, end of episode two. Yeah, you know, Mikey did something stupid. See you guys later. This has been the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. <laughs> um, uh, no, I uh, Steam Summer Sale was going on. Oh yeah, and I hadn't bought anything, and I always buy something for the Steam Summer Sale. So I <laughs> I went through and I was like, oh, Outer tradition. Outer Wilds is yeah. is on sale. It was like five bucks or something like that, or like ten bucks or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like well i i want to play it again i did play some of it on the on xbox game pass a year or so ago but like wouldn't it be great to play it on my steam deck so i bought it downloaded it on my steam deck installed it and then didn't play it on my steam deck i just went back to game pass and played it (laughs) because it was on my big screen i was like why did i just do that like what a dumb thing well you're it's almost like a donation at that point yeah basically yeah that's what it was but now i own it you're supporting local artists well you know what in a way that's true because i i got it through game pass yeah i appreciate the game and now i've given the developer some money after it's been filtered through the the big hand of Valve and yeah, the Steam yeah. Corporation. They take yeah. out 75% of the yeah, money. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, but, oh my God, going back to this game. Actually, here's a question I'll pose to you based on this love, anecdote. I would love to hear this. I This is a puzzle game. You have to constantly track your process, and it is a little bit difficult to control. You need to remember the mechanics of it. Going into it after a year or more of not having played it and having to retrace my steps remember what the fuck i was oh. you can't just look up a guide like hey for three hours into outer wilds <laughs> remind me what's going on there's yeah. no there's no like re- like catch me up is there any game that you've played that you had like an hour or two with took a break from and tried to get back into and just found it nearly impossible yeah a podcast a, a game i talked about on the podcast recently horizon zero dawn oh yeah because i started it we did this for the podcast yes. where we said yeah. we're gonna play it whatever you and i both gave up right eight to town eight to ten hours yeah. in yeah and then uh i let it alone for i don't know 18 months yes and i picked up again i'm like wait what the fuck is this game about 100 and i i had to relearn everything that they taught me except i had skipped a tutorial at this point yeah i now had to figure it out on my own that's the hardest thing yeah you know what that's similar speaking of uh, i don't know why i always compare the two but uh, well they're two very big games that didn't land that well for me assassin's creed <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. god of war oh god of war god of war the, yes. the the remake on the ps4 uh i put 12 13 hours into that game yeah. and with ragnarok coming out i want to play that game because I, I like i want to play ragnarok and i'm like well i should beat the original god of war good luck to me trying to go back no. and, and figure that shit out after I've so al- long that's a good example because i've also done the exact same thing yeah yeah where i went like what am i was i trying to do here like what was, what objective was i going after also like i don't feel one of the biggest issues i had with god of war and yes i know this is like some people's favorite game of all time but whatever is that I just, the objective open world stuff did not work for me. No. And I found it really confusing to find out where I was going at any time and why I was going there. And so now taking a years, years and years long break, impossible. It's, it's going to be impossible. I'm figuring more and more about this out where like, I feel almost a gamer shame of not liking open worlds because oh I'm like, God. do I just dislike video games more the, than I used to? This has to be a segment, Mikey. Game and shame or sh- shamer's oh, game or- yeah, yeah, gamer, gamer shame. shame. Gamer yeah. shame. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm sitting here playing like even Outer Wilds. I'm like, I, I'm trying to get my my head around what the fuck it is I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I, I, I'm I like, man, there's just too much going on. This is once, once I've gotten my head around it and I know my objectives, the game just feels so fucking big. And sometimes I want a narrative to follow because if you give me an area to explore, I have to explore all of it. Yes. And I understand that that's part of the appeal to some people who play video games. Yes. They like to be given the sandbox to turn over every stone. They, they get the sense of completion. 
to me, it's like agitating. So I've realized that, you know how often I talk about uh, games with an isometric perspective yes. on this podcast? Yes, you do. I think that's why I love those games. There's like one fewer dimension <laughs> or direction yeah. to go into. Yeah. I can see the area I'm supposed to explore and I explore it. I think that's why I love that perspective that's so interesting. much. Yeah. It also could be your God complex. That's not a complex, Andrew. No, 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 no. no. What is it? It's, it's, it's an, it's, it's a belief. Oh, I do have faith in a higher power. Me, me, baby. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you make it when you, when you say it like that. It's so simple. Why didn't I think yeah. about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's my game of shame? Like what's my gamer shame? Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep saying gaming shame, like gaming watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's, about, it's, it's outright refusal of certain genres. Maybe I was going to say, I was, you know what? I, I think your gamer shame should be is your blind spot for the Zelda franchise. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. massive. Yeah, oh no, yeah. that's really bad. Yeah. So wait, wait a second to, to, sorry, sorry, gamer shame. Just uh-huh. g- give me a second here, but you're going to get Ragnarok and you think somehow you're going to like that, even though you did not like the other one, oh, man, listen, you think it's gonna be that different? Logically and rationally, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, I would say so. But Mikey wants to buy games, baby. <laughs> the only thing I like more than playing games is buying games. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love it. I Just don't like know Kratos why. has an unquenchable thirst for revenge. You have an unquenchable thirst to buy as many games 100%. as you like possible. Yeah. I buy them and I just now I don't even have the physical a copy. I just know that they're in my library and I'm like imagining what it would be like to play those games. And then I sit down to play them. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Well, you hear about the PlayStation Store taking away uh, the digital copies of people's movies and stuff like that. Like they're shutting down whole things. There are a couple stories like yeah. that. In, there's also on Steam, Assassin's Creed, I think Liberation or Unity, one of the Assassin's Creed games, even if you've bought it, you can't access it after a certain point. Like, so even if you have physical copy, no, 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 no. Uh, if you bought it on Steam, oh, okay. But typically, the rule is like if you think about something like uh, 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 the Silent Hill PT, like that demo, sure, that came out. You downloaded it. They removed it from the the PlayStation Store. Yeah. But if you downloaded it, you can play right. it. Right. Okay. I see. What you're there saying. should be an amendment to any licensing agreements that say if they pull it from the store, you still have this. How is that not illegal? It absolutely. And you know what really pisses me off? What's that? Is when so this story was being shared the the Sony story yep. about the movies being being taken away even though they've been purchased and the Assassin's Creed game being removed from Steam at a certain point so you can't play it even if you bought it and the number of people who chime in and they're like uh did you not read the licensing agreement it says it right in there you don't own it it's just a release or this and that and it's like hey dude we fucking know that that's the point but the point of what we're that we know that that's in there but the point of what we're trying to say is not uh uh man i didn't realize i wasn't good it's the principle of the fact that it's being removed the point of license agreements is that they're super ambiguous and long so that yes, you don't, read, you don't them. read them if one of the lines was like i'm gonna kill your mother one day and then your mother dies you can't go like well it was in the agreement why are <laughs> exactly. you so sad exactly you know like also what do you you're the worst person That's in the world honestly, if you're commenting I, like that. I, that it just feels you like suck. such a waste of space like yeah like, are you defending these corporations that just... No, there should be a contingency plan in there yeah. that if we remove it from the store and you have it on your hard drive... Look, if you delete it from your hard drive and you can't re-download it, sorry, there's not sorry. so much... It's not hosted anywhere anymore. But if there, you get an email saying, in 30 days, this will not, this will no longer be allowed through the store, download it now. Yes, yeah. Sure. Then okay, great. At least there's a warning or something yeah. like that. But yeah, that is, that's just... That's so stupid. I know. It makes me want to buy DVDs again. <laughs> honestly. I know. I've been, I want to move more and more of my life into analog, but I'm also really lazy so i don't think i'm gonna right. do that what am i supposed to do start reading books or something ah what God. Ah, what'd Ugh. you say i 
Uh, sorry. Oh, God. Sorry. I thought I was talking about books. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Sorry. Even some of the point and click stuff when there's too much uh, uh, text. Word, yeah, text. Say it to me. <laughs> say it to me. In the say most, it to, read it to my say face. Say it to the most bland, bland vocal. Summarize it in like three and a half sentences. Yeah. The whole game. Yeah. <laughs> if you, <laughs> we should do a game on this podcast where we summarize a very weird game in three sentences and you have to guess what it is. That Andrew. Yeah. I love this idea. Yeah, uh, you try damn, doing a I'm writing game. this idea down. <laughs> try doing a Kojima game in three sentences. You're like, and then it like normal man wakes up, snake monster eats him, and you're like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. wait, what game is that? That no, sounds I don't good. Know. I'm just kind of making it up. It sounds pretty good. Game though. descriptions. You can hear me typing as <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this. this game is a good descriptions idea. in three sentences. Three sentences. The fucking great segment. We're doing that every week from now. There we on. go. And we also go. gamer shame. And gamer shame. If you have a three sentence one, submit it to us. We will do oh, your we'll do submission it. on the podcast. Send it to the retrograde podcast at gmail.com or find us at retrograde pod on What's Twitter up? or at retrograde Andy and at retrograde Mikey. Uh, this has been the retrograde podcast. Thanks so much for yeah, game over. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I promise I won't do that. We have a game to talk about. Oh, right. And, and that's a good game. And a good game. Yeah, a a well, game called think. Stuntman. A, a game that definitely had mixed reviews and a game that I oh. actually didn't uh, No, but. Some some games with mixed reviews actually turned out pretty good. Right, I okay. hadn't finished. Look, if something gets a 70, I think there's enough in there to warrant it being more than just playable by some people. And Stuntman was one of those games. It's a game that I never bought, but I did rent. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking. I know I posed this to you uh, uh, a little bit before before the recording the podcast. And you weren't much of a, a game renter. Well, they, the okay. I want to. I want to play video games. <laughs> what are video games? That's always what I'm trying to establish. <laughs> yeah, here. We're yeah, on yeah. two different goals. No, I rent video games all the time. I just think you have a very crystallized memory of your childhood, where I think I've just been like you buried a lot. I due boxed, to Catholic guilt. I oh yeah, by uh, I boxed it up. <laughs> I boxed up, put it in the attic, and I'm like, well, I'm not touching those boxes for a long time. Uh, I'm good with that. But yeah, so we we're talking about your favorite rental games. Yeah, games that you rented and didn't buy but we're kind of like I would say it's like the sixth sixth man of the year mm, in the NBA it's I like, like it. the game that, that you didn't buy for your yes. roster but was there and and I have a, like actually quite a few of them oh, um, I'd love to hear that can I can you tell me though and I want this is another yeah, one yeah, yeah. I want to hear from the d-pads what was the name of the place that you rented from was there a cutie little mom and pop shop in your neighborhood or a local chain that we would have never that. heard of I love that like don't say blockbuster if it's blockbuster that's cool what are you gonna do yeah yeah but everyone had like this mo- like we had a little strip mall near us and we- so I went to video file video file and it was like this really cool movie shop that I would have loved today was that next to the shoe store uh no it was next to a burger place and a convenience store oh the shoe store uh pedo and then there was <laughs> And then they joined forces, right? Yeah, and then nail file. There was a salon oh, next file. to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Um, uh, no, mine was Game Player's Choice. Oh, that's amazing. Fucking so it was a video game uh, like place, like not a movie store? Yep. It was right wow. next to the McDonald's. Okay. So every time we went to McDonald's, my mom would go in line and order the food and I would get like five, 10 minutes to run into Game Player's Choice and just like look around and talk nice. to the guy. I was like that fucking kid yes. who would just hang around there, talk to like all the, the customers and like <laughs> I sold a customer a Dreamcast once <laughs> uh, uh, and the guy gave me like six free rentals for it. Like I nice. someone to buy. Yeah, it was, it was great. That's cool. Fucking love that store. Uh, game Player's Choice. Yeah, let us know where you were you were into that that's so cool um so one of the games that that i rented that that left a good impression on me 
which we have to do on this podcast at some point. Do you remember the game Blast Core? Oh yeah, on, on yeah. the N sixty four. I do. I did, you know when the N sixty four came out, those games were so fucking expensive, like eighty dollars not adjusted for inflation. So yeah. that's like must have been like one hundred and fifty dollars for <laughs> yeah. a video game. It's fucking crazy. So expensive. Um, Shadow Ops Red Mercury is a game that I don't know if anyone listening even knows what yeah, that game is. No. It was a first person shooter on the Xbox. It was a military game. I don't know what it was about it. I fucking loved that game. I played the shit out of it. Yep. Um, Return to Castle Wolfenstein oh, on the Xbox. Yeah, here we go. I ended up buying it like three or four years later used for like 10 bucks. But that was the first, maybe the first console online game that I played. Uh, there was a, a level where you would like storm the beaches of Normandy, essentially, and I would just play that level nonstop. It was you versus whomever on the on the, the other Nazis, team. The, uh, or you could be the Nazis. Oh, you could be the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're against the Allies. And I remember I would start the match up, and if I were the Allies, I'd say fuck this. I'd be like, what am I fighting fuck for? Fuck this. Yeah. What am I fighting Freedom? for? Freedom. Get out of here. In this. Get fucked. I'm believing this. Soldier Boy is going to come and clean this up for us. <laughs> oh boy! Or is he? Um, the uh, uh, and then the last one I want to mention. One of my most, I think, one of the most underrated games of all time. Freedom Fighters on I think You've the PlayStation talked about this before. It's a fucking phenomenal game. <laughs> I I didn't buy it because I rented it and played it nonstop until I beat it. Similar to Ape Escape, the original Ape Escape. Wow! Yeah, I rented, played through the entire thing. I was at a sleepover. We stayed up literally all night. And beat the game from start to finish wow, in one that's night. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a fun story though. It's those a great are story. like those are only childhood stories. We like if you and I stayed up all night and beat a video game, I don't know if it'd have the same appeal that when you were like ten. Well, yeah, now it would feel pathetic, I think. Yeah. <laughs> then I'd be like, oh, the rest of my week is fucking ruined because I stayed up to play. Yeah, now, now I gotta catch up on my sleep. <laughs> Although like I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, we You have? <laughs> just staying up with you, Andrew, yeah, and playing yeah. video games. You've been thinking about it a lot. Like we used to do in Perfect Dark. We yeah. would just set the Sims up and throw laptop guns and I love that game. We we basically made like a tower defense game out of uh uh Perfect Dark yeah. where we would sit in one area with laptop guns, we would throw like mines and stuff and just like eat popcorn and no. watch all the sim bots come at us because <laughs> we'd be on the same team and you know it, as long as we were like safe with the laptop guns and the proximity mines and everything mm -hmm. like that we were we were good to go and it felt like it felt like those scenes in zombie movies where you're like the 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 team is like holed up in a in a safe shelter and just that little oasis of time in those movies where it's like safe and cozy it's a dream fucking love that. i love that love yeah. that i've always loved tower defense games actually yeah um okay my rental that i was thinking about was i never bought tomb raider and oh. so i rented it and i you know it's probably i was way too old to uh figure this out but i was like the only reason i knew lara croft was like also congratulations on saying lara thank Everyone. you very much yeah hey i appreciate that <laughs> laura croft mm. uh with laura croft was because she was sexualized yes and so like the beginning of the internet was like oh look at this oh yeah. my goodness and i think i had apprehension about like going to my parents going like i'd like to get tomb raider please <laughs> was because they were like you want to buy pornography you may as well have said hello mom and dad i'd like to jack off to pickles <laughs> yes exactly i would like uh mommy's milkers jugs uh triple x <laughs> can we buy that is that okay and they'd be like no and so i was afraid that that's what was gonna happen so i was like well, i'm just gonna rent this game yeah and then remember playing it and going like 
this is what this game is. Yeah. It kind of being underwhelmed even at the Dude, time. Dude, I didn't love it either. No. And in fact, we went back and played it on this podcast a while ago and yeah. it, it did not hold up. And we said mm. the same thing when, when we played it. That, yeah. that game did not leave a great impression on me, uh, unlike Lara herself. <laughs> um, um, so I, that was that was a quick little fun one. But but the game that we're focused on today is obviously, uh, it's Stuntman. Stuntman. Came out 20 years ago, uh, June 23rd, 2002, on the PlayStation 2. And weirdly, I didn't realize this, also the Game Boy Advanced, which it turns out the Game Boy Advance version, which would have been a different game entirely, yeah, yeah, yeah. developed by a different game as a uh, different company as well. But the Game Boy Advance version actually had better reviews than the PlayStation really? 2 version. I think the Game Boy Advance is the best handheld system ever made. Right. It's I think you've established for maybe like the Game Boy, like the original Game Boy, but the Game Boy Advance for when it came out felt so far ahead of its time, and it was the perfect like amount of hardware versus creativity and it just felt like that the sound chip was amazing and it was a, a ton of power in the pocket the, uh, the biggest problem is it didn't have a backlight when mm, it first was released yeah, so yeah, there yeah. were issues playing it uh in in dim environments but i loved it so i'm not surprised that a game boy advance game had a, a really good rating on there yeah uh it didn't came, come out this game didn't come out in japan though until september 1st of 2005 so three years later Whoa. weird eh yeah over three years later like were they clamoring for it like why would he even do it at that point that's my question right like it, it no it, that was my question oh did you ask that yeah i just asked oh, it right sometimes now. when you i don't know what actually goes on but mm. sometimes you do that thing you know when you do you do that thing where your what, what your thing? mouth move your mouth moves oh, I'm while talking? i'm trying to talk yeah no i'm speaking is i don't what no, is you that don't, you don't you don't like when i speak is that what you're trying oh, what to say that's fucking oh, sound jesus christ. jesus christ it's when i speak and books i'm so <laughs> bored right now <laughs> <laughs> the two things you hate the most if i was like hey mikey if, have you heard about this book you'd be like well that's it just jump off a cliff if you were to pull an andy kaufman and read the great gatsby to me from start to finish i would vomit all over you um um but it's a driving game, Andrew. Okay. We're, we're dealing with a driving game this Ooh. week. And a, I know driving games aren't uh, your favorite. They're not my favorite no. either. But this one's a, a little bit different. <laughs> I believe it goes a little something like this. Yeah. It's a really cool premise. Mm -hmm. uh, how familiar are you with this game, by the way? I, slightly. I have played this game before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was like, we. it was probably a rental, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't buy it, and I didn't beat it. I didn't beat it either. I remember it being notoriously difficult. Mm. Uh, I remember people talking about its difficulty in the reviews okay. and in the, the articles about it. That was a big discourse around it. I wonder if it is as difficult as, as people remember it being, but I do recall that the control system, this was old enough in gaming, that the control system was not trigger for gas, left uh, right trigger for gas, left trigger for brake. It was A to go. Like A, like, oh, that is okay. so outdated yeah. in racing games. You just don't do that anymore. No. You'll fucking do that. Hey, hey, we've let you know. You don't do that. Let me, let not me, around here. Not around these not parts. Not around here. I'm going to tell you something. What's that? You're heading in that direction mm -hmm. where it's A for, for, yeah. uh, accelerate. Guess what? What? Eh, pop that handbrake. Oh, do a 180. Yeah. Drive your ass out the other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Into a better configured controller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a, a, a better of roses, more like. Yeah. I'm yeah. About to shoot you. <laughs> the trigger's not the only thing that's going to be pulled. Oh, well. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so what are you? What else are you going to pull? Uh, pull uh, that uh, A button. A, a stands for asshole. I'm going to press A, shoot you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then press F to pay respects. Um, 
So uh, to, a, a reminder for, for the listener maybe who hasn't played this right. game. Uh, basically, the premise is you're a stunt driver and you have to perform scenes which are going to be inserted into movies uh, that are kind of based around driving scenes. Now, when you complete a stage and the stages are essentially comprised of like little tasks that you have yes. to complete, right? You uh, drive to the end of the street and then a director will shout in your ear and be like, uh, handbrake 180 and you have to do it inside a certain box and you do it if you if you hit it that's one point uh then you go to the next thing if you miss a certain number of objectives in one round then you fail yeah uh if you if you uh succeed then you get paid for that stunt if you succeed in all of the stunts on a movie set then you actually get to see like a trailer for the movie yeah which has like an fmv sequence for the movie and then it uh inserts your actual stunts that you did in there which is pretty really cool. fucking cool no, it's very a, like the premise is great it's a turning game. a turning a very kind of tired genre on its head yes exactly you know? and yeah. that's that's why as i mentioned earlier i don't know if you recall when i said this andrew but this game's a little bit different <laughs> it really is it really is what was the game we played on this podcast where i just remember the tutorial being very hard where we had to get the car in the parking garage andrew i'm so happy you brought this okay, up good one of the most notoriously difficult tutorials Everything's so in gaming. Notorious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. B.I.G. was there. I was going to say. Conor McGregor was that, there. That Brooklyn rapper. Was he there? <laughs> yes, he was. Oh, he's very notorious. Yes. I, Conor McGregor didn't even think about it. That's good. Yeah. Um, he's the notorious. Yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> At the Notorious MMA. Uh, that's Driver that you're mm, talking about. Driver. This game, while it was published by Infogrames, uh, was made by Reflections, uh, which turned to Reflections Interactive, which is now Ubisoft Reflections. Yeah. Reflections, games that they made, The Division 2. Hey, I like that. Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs yeah, 2. Yeah, Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. Uh, Just Dance 3 and 4. And... <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I was just telling you. Oh, Just Dance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Telling yeah. you? All right. Okay, here's my rating. I'm writing yep. it down. Yeah, what do you think? S tier. S tier? Yeah, wow. as in... as in. Oh, sorry, sorry. Tears. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because it moved me. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was real. To kill myself. Oh, no. That was a real roller coaster of a Because review. I know I'll never experience joy like that before. Uh, again. Well, that's really nice. Is that the end? Yeah. Oh, that was really Of nice. the lie that I was no! telling you. Because that Come fucking on. sucked. Oh, man. My I dick, was... and that feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> the other game that the uh, franchise that, that Reflections made. Yeah. Driver. Wow. So, so there's a lineage. It, there is a lineage, and it makes sense that they're taking this, as you mentioned, uh, uh, stale, worn-out concept of driving in yeah, games. Yeah, a couple and of you're adamant. You say no driving in video games. I don't wait. No, I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, I remember no. people always ask, like, where were you on this day? And it's like, where January was it? On January 6th, he was standing outside the Capitol with <laughs> yeah. the Bristol board that said, no more driving in video games. That's why we're all here, right? 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 Yeah, like, Nancy Pelosi needs to hear this. I'm like, I guess... <laughs> I guess if Nancy Pelosi, I guess I'll tell her. I've got a sign to shit in Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> oh, you're also wearing a fur jacket. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, you guys got a lot of guns. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so, so uh, uh, it makes sense that that's the lineage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to play this little game with you, though. I oh. mentioned that the levels are essentially you're little. Like, you're like saw. <laughs> you want to have a little game? It's time to play a game. Okay. It's called Monopoly. <laughs> So, listeners, take a break. Andrew and I got some Boardwalk and Park place to monopolize. Oh, yeah, boy, do we. Um, the, the movies are given names and a little bit of flair and distinction to sure. them. So, they're all themed around a certain thing. I'm okay. going to give you, Andrew, look at us playing games today. I'm going to give you the title of the game or the uh-huh. title of the movie, and you're going to tell me the 
I'm going to give you one point if you give me the genre. Okay. Of the, like, kind of like the rough yeah. genre. Yeah. Two points if you tell me, like, the director or movie it's it's imitating. Okay. Okay. I got to do, like, a three-sentence thing like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay. So here's the title of the first game. Okay. And if you need a clue, I'll give you one. Okay. Thank you. But then I'm not giving you any points. <laughs> because I do not appreciate weakness. No, I, I do not weakness. reward weakness. That's why I stare in the mirror and I say, you fucking ass. <laughs> uh, the first game or uh-huh. first movie. Uh-huh. Toothless and whopping. What was the last word you said there? Whopping. Whopping. Mm-hmm. Like I, whopper. I think it's a city. Uh, toothless and whopping. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a fight. Like it's a boxing movie. Like it's a, it's a sports movie. No. It's an action movie. Yeah, a little yeah, bit, okay. but it's in the vein of a Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, so the clue I was going to give you is two twists and whopping. Oh, yeah, okay. Cheerio, yeah. bro, 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 governor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in it. Uh, is that racist? In it? No, no, no. no. Uh, what I just did. No. Okay, good. <laughs> Absolutely good. not. Damn um, it, coming. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you daft cunt. I can say it. Yeah, you can. That's the English. They're allowed to say. Here's it. here's one. Uh, uh, whooping and a hollering. Whooping and a hollering. And I'll say this. The clue I'll give is I'll say it in a an accent or style. Oh, boy. That will- <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that? I'll do my best. <laughs> no, you don't have to. Okay. Well, then please don't ask me to give you a clue. <laughs> Keep, there's no clue that you can give me that's not doing an impression of it. I'll give you. Okay. Here's here's the clue I'll give you. Thank you. Um, In the middle of your guess. Yeah. As, you, as soon as you're saying the, your guess. Sure. I'm going to pause and say. I wonder if he's going to get it right. And then we're going to cut to commercial. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a Western. No, cowboy. No. Kind of. No. He might cars. Like it, cars. It's, yeah. Oh, he's riding cars. Shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. This one's about horses. So in the, oh, oh, shit. Andrew, no. <laughs> Rod Lock the wind, bullseye. You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. You're doing so well for so long. Okay. Uh, welcome, uh, new listeners. <laughs> um... Whooping and a hollering. God, I, oh, it's like Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. Oh, really? Because I paused it. Yes. The car's in the air and they go to a commercial. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, this nice. one's going to be tough. Okay, blood, blood Oath. Blood Oath. Uh, a mafia movie. Close. John Woo. John, John Woo. Style Woo. Movie. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, set in Bangkok. Conspiracy. Nice. Conspiracy. Ooh. Uh, it's not, a, it's not just a conspiracy military movie or something like that. <laughs> a Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah, it's just no, no car races. <laughs> we need you to be background in this one. <laughs> just try very slowly. <laughs> Make sure you stop at all the red lights. No, it's a Tom Clancy. Oh, shit. Well, I did say military. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tom Clancy has never made a non-military movie, so. Oh, not the ones I've seen. Yeah, or his uh, 200 books. Yes. Rest in peace, yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he this, died of overworking. <laughs> just yeah, too many books. I think he's still he's like Tupac. They're still still getting shit. Hundred percent. Books just keep coming out of the ground <laughs> by his grave, and you're like, oh, okay. They this say is- that when you die, your corpse keeps uh, producing hair and fingernails. <laughs> yes, he keeps producing <laughs> keeps books. books. Yeah, and just like you know, like I'd be creeped out, but he still got it. <laughs> In the, the zombie movie, it's like uh, the hands come out of the, of the thing. His yeah. is just a hand holding a book. <laughs> yeah. And then you grab it and he gives you a thumbs up yeah, and it just exactly. goes back down under. Terminator style. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the Scarab of Lost Souls. Scarab of Lost Souls. Uh, I mean, to go with Scarab says Egyptian. So maybe a, a classical like a uh, period piece. Well, no, there's cars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> keeps coming back to this. Shit. There has to be cars yes. in ancient Egypt. It's, uh-huh. uh, 
Oh, Scarab. Uh, maybe a museum heist? A heist? And what, what kind of movie would that be? Museum? A heist movie? Is that a, a chase? Muse- a museum, cha- though? Uh, w- Don't drop your fedora and your <laughs> whip. Ma- Wait, mafia? No. Fedora. Oh. Leather fedora, I think. Leather fedora? What is happening? <laughs> I'm getting further away from it, I feel. And a whip. <laughs> and a whip? Oh, Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. makes way more sense. Uh, live- I just, is anyone getting this at home? I just want to know, am I fucking up like bad? It's got to be tough okay. for you uh, <laughs> to be so bad at this. <laughs> it's actually quite easy. <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> it really does. It's so easy. It's crazy. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, I'm going to be pretty tough today. Well, I don't know a single thing. <laughs> Look, checking my arms. Nope, don't have the answers. Okay, it's the first time I'm doing this. Okay. Yep, but I did piss myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, live twice for tomorrow. This one's easy. <laughs> Fuck off. This one's easy. This one's live easy. twice for tomorrow. Think about how convoluted that title name is. Live twice for tomorrow. It's a science fiction movie? No. Okay. <laughs> what was your... Sorry, you said you were going to give clues. I've gotten one and it was an, an accent. Fine, fine. Here's, here's, here's a, Thank a clue. You. Live twice for tomorrow. For tomorrow. Live twice for tomorrow. Oh, Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Oh. yeah hell Live yeah. twice. For, yeah, absolutely. That's James Bond. Yeah, Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. God, um, I'm really starting to have self I was, I was going to go, because there's a sequel to Stuntman, which came out in 2007, and I was going to do the movies from that one, but I don't know. How well are you doing? No, do it. Keep okay, going. Let's, let's go. Do it. Let's I'll do it quick. I'll do it. Okay. Live four times for tomorrow. <laughs> for next week. Uh, Aftershock. Uh, a disaster movie. Exactly. Thank you. There okay. you go. So I'm warming up. Here, here's one. No clue. Just how much were you paying attention? Whooping and a hollering too. Oh, it's an English movie. <laughs> It's a Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. Woman and Holler is not that one? No. Oh, shit. What was Woman and Andrew, Holler? That's, that's uh, uh, Toothless and Whopping. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. I didn't immediately <laughs> identify idiot. that one. Uh, Woman and Holler was... Uh, oh, that was Dukes of Hazard. Yes. Okay, yes. Get. Uh, Strike Force Omega. Uh, that has... To, that's a, either military or science fiction. It's A-Team. It's A-Team. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Overdrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, this one's tough. This one's tough. It's a car movie. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> Overdrive. Is it like a horror movie, like the Stephen King one with the truck coming after? No, him? that would have made a lot more yeah. sense. This one's like like Bullet or Starsky and Hutch oh, or something okay. like that. Overdrive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe like a Death Proof or something. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> so here's here's a good one. Never kill me again. James Bond. Yes, but which one is it after? Do you can Never you can you kill me again? Uh. Keep in mind, this is 2007. So, like, what can't, which ball? Uh, only live once? Only die twice? Or whatever? Die another day. Die another day. Die another me. day. The Madonna one. It's funny one. that you could pick names out of a Madonna one. You're gonna <laughs> die another day. It is funny that you could jumble yourself into a James Bond title. If you pick yes. names out of a hat. <laughs> like, we just said the exact same thing twice in there. You're like, no, it's this. I'm like, just yeah, same thing. Live, die in a bunch of prepositions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love, die, live. Yeah, all those. A noun somewhere in there and just yeah. boggle it and you're good. Um, uh, Night Avenger. Night Avenger. Oh. Superhero Do- movie? Yeah, which one? Batman? Yes. Yeah? It's on like the Tim Burton ones. Like yeah. imagine that okay. would be a great level to play. Absolutely. Uh, so hopefully you had fun with that game the, at, at home. The second one I did better than the first one. Yeah, you did. You did. But it took you a little while to warm up. Okay. That's fine. I'm not disagreeing with you. Some of us need to. Yep. Warm up. Warm up. 
to your personality. So stuntman, look, there's not a ton to say about the actual gameplay of this game because we laid it out pretty easily. Uh, that's why I wanted to play this game to kind of freshen up and, and, and lend some life to this franchise of stuntman. Like I said, kind of a cult classic. A lot of people remember this game. A lot of people spent a lot of time with it. I, I mentioned rentals. When I rented this game, I was actually on vacation somewhere. Oh we God. went up to a nearby place. It was a couple hours away. We drove there, but they had a TV in the room and my parents were going with their friends. So I was going to have a lot of time on my own. Mm -hmm. So I brought my Xbox up, rented, or my PlayStation 2 up, rented this game and played it. And it was fucking great. Wow. You brought uh, your PlayStation 2 with you on vacation? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it wasn't like a like a beach vacation. It was just like going away to like a golf resort and uh, I had nothing yeah. to fucking do. What are you going to do? do? Yeah. Only get in trouble. Play stuntman. Yeah. Getting into trouble. Getting into trouble. It's a kid's film. It's a kid's film where they're driving. He's a babysitter. <laughs> I'm going to do this the rest of the time now. Uh, it's Oh, shit. It's a movie about Andrew around a schoolyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? No. I'm too good. <laughs> I'm too good. Uh, uh, so the reception of this game, I mentioned the Game Boy Advance. 77% for the Game Boy Advance version. Wow, so higher than the normal version. Higher than the normal version, okay. the PlayStation 2 version, a 71%. Mm. So mediocre, but there's room for enjoyment in there, like I said. EGM gave this one a 7. GameSpot gave it an 8. The all-important Maxim gave it an 8. <laughs> Whoa, that's a new one. <laughs> and Maxim gave all their video games 8s because an 8 sideways looks like a pair of tits. <laughs> They're like an eight out of pussy. Like, yeah, yeah. This gets a nine out of six uh, sexiness and it gets a 69 <laughs> out of arousal. Did you ever buy a Maxim at an airport? Uh, maybe not at an airport because if I was like 25 and traveling alone, yeah, yeah maybe probably yeah. for the articles. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But the problem is Maxim was at its prime when I was 15. Mm -hmm. So it's a little tough when I'm like traveling with my parents. I'm like, you know what? I want a Maxim. Yeah. Did you do that? No, I would never. Really so why are you airport? saying this story like at an airport, like so specifically? Because everyone, I used to always see people buying those magazines at airports. I remember as a young kid, a guy bought a penthouse because mm. this is how old I am, that you could still buy those at like, uh, you know, at, at like a whatever getaway or whatever they're called. And uh, and just reading it on the on the plane. Yeah, that's and go, bizarre. And being like, what? Oh, even as a child just like, rock hard just rock hard yeah, I'm like what the hell's wrong with that guy <laughs> you know like if this is just total normal behavior what does that he guy's do behind closed doors stuff. Yeah. I bet you this is his sick stuff he does it in public so yeah. he doesn't have to do it behind closed yeah, doors yeah no I'm just glad I avoided him like looking at me and winking and I'm like oh no I need to get away <laughs> dad dad getting into trouble <laughs> yeah <laughs> hooting and hollering hooting and hollering <laughs> uh, uh, game informer Informer. Informer. Gave this one a 9.25 out of 10. Whoa. Informer. Uh, Informer. Generous. And GamePro gave it a 7 out of 5, probably. Uh, no, it was a 3. <laughs> I just like to make fun of Game GamePro's reviews. I'm surprised GamePro didn't have a review. No, it was. It was a three, three out of five. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's critical. That is that is damning. <laughs> that is damning the worst game, game of all bro. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah we also need to close this magazine. We just played the worst <laughs> game of all time. Stun man. Every week, the editor in chief just <laughs> bewildered <laughs> yeah. by one of the games. Every week, we need to shut down this magazine for one reason or another. <laughs> um, so, Andrew, I uh, uh, you you played this game I did. back in the day. I, I played this game back in the day. Uh, uh, did you play it enough to warrant uh, a, a a good enough opinion? I think about so. This? So let's let's get into that then, because uh, you know we've we've spent the past few weeks playing games that we didn't really have much of an affinity towards when we were kids. But since we have this experience playing it, let's give it a rating out mm -hmm. of four bits based on our experience of playing it way back in two thousand two when it came out. Andrew, do you want to start us off? I, I would love to start us off okay so out of four bits i 
I really liked this game. Yeah. I was so excited when we decided we were going to play this game. Uh, I have so many good memories of being very frustrated yes. by this game. Yes. But at the same time, it was only frustrating because the payoff was so good. Mm -hmm. The payoff was so good. The trailer was good. But even the execution of the actual stunts was so rewarding because you're like, because in your stupid childhood brain and actually maybe in my stupid adult brain, I was kind of like, yeah, that's kind of what they got to do. Yeah. They do have to nail their parts, you know, and it's got to happen exactly like you do. Um, except I'd be the worst dumb man in the world when I take 30 tries to get something right. <laughs> uh, I put the I put the production out of budget and I'm like, well, that's too bad. But they pay uh, you less in the video game if you did that. So That's true. Yeah. And, you know, fair. I yeah. was really bad at it because I was a child. They shouldn't have employed me. I would grab the check. I would look at it, shed a tear. Yep. Shake their hand and thank them. Yeah, <laughs> to be like, you got the job. Uh, <laughs> this is solid eye contact and a firm handshake. Uh, yeah, I, I really like this game, and I. But you know, like we're saying, it was never a bot. It was never yeah, like yeah. a serious play. But I, but I have so many good memories. I yeah. have to give it a three out of four. Nice, three out of four. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely remember being frustrated with this game. Yes. But this was one of the early memories I have of a game which frustrated me, where I knew it was my fault for not succeeding. Mm -hmm. The controls were pretty tight. They were pretty consistent. Yeah. The traffic moved in the same way every time. You had to hit your line. And if you didn't, that's on you. That's showbiz baby. baby. What, what? That's showbiz baby. That's showbiz baby. You got to hit your mark. Yeah. You got to hit it. Got to hit Wahlberg, it. Wahlberg. Ruffalo. Are these the top stars in your mind? No, these are marks. These are the marks. Oh, you these have are the hit. marks you have. Yeah. Yeah. Wahlberg and Ruffalo. Those, <laughs> are, those are the only ones. Iron Man. Mark two. Oh, well. Thanks. Andrew. Yeah. Taking it a step too far. Okay. I do not co-sign on this joke anymore. So so I, I really enjoyed that process of satisfaction once you get to the end of it. Games like Super Meat Boy would do something similar, like very difficult uh, games that you could beat really quickly if you could nail it mm. on the first try. And yeah. I remember things like Super Meat Boy understanding that what's very satisfying about succeeding in something like this is getting to see your progress at the end of it. Sure. Super Meat Boy does it in a way where they show all of your deaths and then your your final success yeah. once you actually get to yeah. it. Stunt Stuntman would show you the movie. It would show you the final product and you feel like proud of it. In yeah. the way that like when you're trying to write an essay or a song or something like that and you crumple up a piece of paper and throw it away, but then you see your final version. You're like, I really put some blood, sweat and tears into this. It felt good. I felt the same way about this one. I, I hesitate to give it more than a three though because um, I didn't buy it and I didn't beat it, but I did really enjoy my time with it. A three and a half feels like I'd be stepping a little bit too far there because there are some really great games that got a three and a half. This game just felt more like a very novel concept that I had a solid amount of time with but didn't need to extend my yeah. time with it any more than that. Well, there you go. So two threes, that's a six out of eights. Pretty good score Pretty going good into scores. the gameplay. Yeah. And I am so excited. Do you think we're going to be better at this game? I think I think so. Yeah. I think I think. Games have just started to demand a little bit more from us in this way. Yeah. You know, not not in like a, a patience perspective, but just in like, okay, what do I really have to, what, right. what, what is it actually asking me? What am I getting wrong and how do I fix it? Yeah. I feel like that's always been an element of games, but as a child gamer, I was not good at understanding that and unpacking that. Now as a, as a, as a, like a smart, wise, capable adult mm -hmm. as I am and, and who you will hopefully grow into one day, I can recognize my mistakes and, and, and learn from them a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, well, prison was good to me. <laughs> I found God. Uh, <laughs> I punched um, him in the face. <laughs> Do that again. And I swear to God, I'm coming back up here. <laughs> you just took the stairs back down. You did that thing with St. Peter on the way out. You flinched. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, okay, so we're going to go play Sunman. I cannot wait for us to be throwing a controller back and forth together. Like, you do it. Uh-huh. Like, fucking hell. This could be so much fun. So go over to uh, uh, patreon.com slash retrogradepodcast to find that gameplay. And until then, we'll see you soon. In two shakes of a Chevy Impala's taillight. You know, if you're doing the Dukes of Hazard, you know what I would have done? What? That's too easy. Not for me. <laughs> I'm stupid. Just a reminder that you can now find our gameplay segments where we play through a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Join the Mushroom Club for $5 US per month for access to all the gameplay, plus two to four bonus episodes per month where we do things like character drafts, top 10 lists, and even take some suggestions from our community. So show some support to the podcast by joining the Mushroom Club at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for access to bonus content and all of our gameplay segments. We'll see you guys on the other side and welcome back to the retrograde all right guide the episode <laughs> yeah you better turn left here take a left turn <laughs> yeah okay good okay thor <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we just played stuntman and we are now back play- from playing it interesting game it's honestly look we set up the premise before the break yeah we played the game mm-hmm. i think the premise holds up and i think the game holds up I'll, I'll say, I'll say mm-hmm. you know, without without okay. tipping my hand too hard. Okay, don't tip your hand. Before we went to go play it, you know, establishing what the game is going to be like and getting a chance to experience it, I didn't feel surprised in any way. Not in a good way or a bad way necessarily. It, it was exactly what I expected from the outset. I was like, here are the directions. Yeah. Let's follow them. Fair enough. So that's, I would agree with you. Also, my non-tipping hand thoughts about the game is that, what we thought it was going to be, yeah. it was. Yes. Yeah. And that is interesting. It was what we <laughs> thought it would be. Oh, one of the marks is back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So, Stuntman. Okay. So, if you don't know, very similar. You we know. knew <laughs> what it would be. That's another mark. Yeah, it is mark. Well, the same, same mark. mark yeah, same mark. Different movie. Uh, it's the plants. <laughs> That's another mark. Is that an happening reference? Yeah, it's a happening reference. His most famous movie. <laughs> Not a I could have stopped 9-11 reference. <laughs> if thank God I wasn't on one of those planes. <laughs> thank of, God. Because those terrorists would have killed them. Like they all lived. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> so in Stuntman, like we talked about earlier, yes. you have a little stunt, little yeah. stunt that you need to execute that is precision. Call it a line. Like you have a line that you have to do for each each stunt. Okay. Like a line that you have to hit that consists of like, seven or eight marks mm. you know like in, in one of the fr- oh. <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no it's and no, every don't every, hit that mark he'll no. hit you right back at every turn there's a mark while we're trying to stop you from doing what you're doing and the they got me and my kids aren't here the directions from the director <laughs> hit him <laughs> oh god hit him get him out of here um, no so so let's say like it starts off and you got to uh uh I think one of the first ones we did, it was like, uh, I'm having trouble remembering the one I did, but because I was watching the one you were doing a so lot. intently. <laughs> so you start off, you go up a ramp and it's like, hit this buoy off yeah. of a, off of a thing. You hit that and it's like, hit these boxes in a warehouse, yes. make a turn through these, uh, these containers. And then it's like, do, do, uh, an air brake turn. Yes. So all these different things the jump. Yeah. Yeah. All these things you have to do at specific points in time. If you miss them, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You have to get to those marks. <laughs> Sorry. So laughing about marks. Every know, time Mark comes up, I'm like, that's very funny. <laughs> you have to hit those marks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and as long as you get there in time, you're good. Mm-hmm. But if you miss the action that you have to do, yeah, uh, you're still allowed to go to the next yeah. one. You'll just get less points when the level ends. And, and like, it's a, also a very simple course. I would say it's a tight course, but if there wasn't these moments in which you need to swerve around a car or hit these boxes, wait, what are you laughing at now? Hit these boxes. You, you, it would be very simple. It would be, you'd have to perfect it with the turns. What is going on? Can I tell you a story about actors? Maybe to get your mind off it. Yeah. So my player one, when we were, we were traveling recently and there was a, a play where we were and a very famous actor was in it. And, uh, Named? And, well, I'll get to it. Okay. And he goes, so she looks at me and said like, do you want to fucking hope it's Mark Wahlberg? No, it's okay, not. Yeah. It's not a Mark, but okay, I okay. just can't not, I can't figure a way to tell the story. Otherwise she looks at me and says, do you want to see this play? Uh, and she shows me the bill and I'm like, Oh, I know that guy. That's great. And she goes, yeah, Ralph Fiennes is in it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, who? And she's like, Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> and I was like, you mean Ray Fiennes, right? And she, and she looked at me like, and looked back at the bill and went, no, no, wait, no, Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> like, I'm the idiot for thinking, but first of all, fair, fair, Ralph and Rafe. How is he spelling his name like that? How does he, how in the world does he get away with that? It's because he's <laughs> Ray Fiennes. It is. Fiennes, I get. Because it's, it's <laughs> R-A-L-F-E. Yeah. F-I-E-N-N-E-S or yes. something. Yes. That is not Ray Fiennes. But it's also not Ralph Fiennes. It's closer to Ralph Fiennes <laughs> than Ray Fiennes. So every time now we watch some Ralph movies, that we, <laughs> every time I'm like, hey, it's Ralph. <laughs> oh, I love Wreck-It Fiennes. <laughs> That's my favorite one. That's my favorite movie. <laughs> okay, so there you go. That's a that's a short story about actors. But yes, uh, the the courses are so tight that it would be precision driving no matter what. You still don't want to hit these walls or these tight things or these you know whatever. Right. So when I say you can miss something, yes. you can do so, but you still need to keep your pace up. And if yeah. you miss more than one, chances <laughs> I, are that yeah. was you. You. I know laughing I'm laughing. Time. I'm sorry. Uh, we, got the we got the giggles. We got the second, second set, second half sillies. Yeah second half sillies uh uh so you're you're there's like a a a clock that you have to to stick to for the overall course and then there's a clock in between stunts so if you hit a stunt and you've got six seconds to get to the next one yes you're looking at my knees i'm trying not to laugh right now i don't know why i'm still because then you said miss and i was like missy pile and i'm like no stop doing actors stop doing actors no one's no one's looking for word association right now there is some poor soul who found this (laughs) podcast because it was the only one willing to talk about stuntman and we spent the whole gameplay segment talking about Mark Wahlberg and Ray Fiennes. What did the podcast think about the game? I don't know, I don't know. but all I can keep saying is Ralph Fiennes around there. Like, what the hell is that all about? Do you know Mark Wahlberg thought he could stop 9-11? <laughs> this podcast taught me that. Well, here we are. That's what information we're trying to give you. Okay, so how... Okay. I feel like we've done a great job of explaining the structure of each level. I think so. I mean, it, it is, it's so basic. What is? There's, there's not more that we can say, but what did you feel about the actual driving mechanics? Okay. Yeah. And it's, and it's a little tough because in this kind of game that expects precision out of you, I feel like I'm going to, that's like the magic word. Like it's a Pee Wee Herman thing where the couch is going to come alive. It's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to say precision a thousand times here, but in a game that does, the whole game is precision. It's about what? Don't <laughs> know. Oh, what is wrong okay, with you? Sorry. So the game that expects precision and like hitting a handbrake and avoiding this and go swerving in this way and stuff like that. It, it the driving controls aren't that good. No, no, they're not. And one of my biggest complaints, it's it's what I said before we even started, is uh acceleration is right trigger. 
it is not right trigger. Acceleration is A. Is A. Brake and reverse is X. Yes. Or sorry, if we're if we're a PlayStation controller, it's X is is acceleration. Yes. Uh uh circle Square. is no, circle is handbrake, circle square is, handbrake. is stop yes, and, yes, and yes. reverse, and then triangle is just cancel out. So a much more simplistic form of controls. <laughs> Mikey. That's not me. No, that's not me. I that, well, honestly we can't let's just not look at let's just let's not look at each other. This is gonna be this hard. Is good. This the last time this happened to us was the origination of, of horse eggs. Yes, that the was, inception that was of the horse eggs episode. Which, Go back listen, we often don't recommend going back and listening to no. earlier episodes, but uh uh destroy all humans. Was it that was episode. And it was it was me crying and laughing so hard I was pleading with you to stop the episode. Yes. Like you could hear it like a whimper in my voice like I was getting tortured. Yes. Okay, like Mikey, please stop. Uh and it's honestly yeah, that one, and you heard, you know why, because we just mentioned the horse cast earlier, oh, man. and that's the reason because of it. Yes, so, it, it gets silly, um, it gets silly. So that's a book ending there, Sunrise Sunset. So the thing I will say about this, though, is for a game that has controls that are less than ideal, Yeah, because I would like the right trigger acceleration and left trigger brake. I tried to customize the controls, yeah. and you can't do it. For a game that doesn't have that, it still controls as expected. It's. I, I honestly think the controls are good enough. You had some issues with the handbrake at one I, point. You know what's so funny? I think it controls like a GTA game. Like, I don't think the driving is like... It's and, not great. It's not, but it's very serviceable. But yeah. I just, I wonder if that is going against everything that the game is trying to advertise to you. You need to do things very precise. And then the sure. controls are like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you do need to do things precise. And as long as a game gives me cons something consistent to mm -hmm. work with, I'm okay. Like it can be GTA controls or it can be Gran Turismo controls. I, it doesn't. What do you think would be better? Gran Turismo controls, okay. but uh, agree. no, no. Yes. So is this a perfect game? By no means. But I'm trying to say that is at least the, the physics and mechanics are consistent enough right. that it's saying, this is what I need you to do. Here's your tool set. I'm like, you know, you gave me a flathead screwdriver. I'd rather have a Phillips is that good? You no, know, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Robertson Phillips. Yeah. But I'll figure out a way to get it done. Yeah, 100%. You know, like I can use the tools you gave me to get the <laughs> yeah, job. You give done. me a rubber chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, okay. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I wanted a hammer and you gave me like a stone. It's like, it's not ideal, but right. I can get the job done. Um, that's, look, there's, if we're, if we're trying to find ways to say how this game isn't perfect, I can give you a ton. But I'm, I want to start off by giving it a baseline like, this game is playable. Oh, yeah. It's no, totally absolutely. Playable. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely it is. So, like, no, I, I'm with you. I just think the game is so, it's so unique because it's, what what its greatest appeal is, is it's asking you to do something so very different than any other driving game. Yeah, I, I can't think of another game that does this. No, that's why I brought up Driver earlier. Yes. Because it's like this, like, weird, like, time yourself going around and then do a U-turn and then right, hard right. turn and then stop it. Like, it's asking very specific things. That's really cool. That's a good point. They basically made a game based on the tutorial of Driver. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly, yeah. Which no, is so, great, which is cool. Because we it liked is. that stunt. We did, that, and that, it was, like, tutorial. frustrating in the best way possible. Yeah. Instead of just going, like, here's the Daytona 500. Here we go. By, by the way, my favorite racing game of all time. Daytona 500. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh and so instead of just doing that around the courses the whole time, it's asking you for something very specific. Now, when the game is so simple about these very tight courses and very small maps, when it just, it makes it harder to ignore when the biggest element isn't perfect. You know what I mean? That's I'm not, when, I'm when, not no, trying no, to harp on it. I, I just, no, I get what you're saying. If, if the, it's like, it's like if a chef is making you a meal and is saying like, I got the best cut of steak you'll mm -hmm. ever imagine. Yeah. 
And he's like, so uh, this whole meal is going to be based on just this cut of steak. No dressings or anything. Right. And he gives you the steak and it isn't good. Like the meat itself isn't good. It's this one is, slice. It's a little petite th- like plate and it's one slice. Sure. And you're like, oh, it, the, okay. the, the, the core of what was supposed to make this right. thing up yes, is yes, not yes. satisfying in the way that the game thought it was going to be satisfying. And I get that. <laughs> when you're doing an acapella version and the vocals aren't great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, ex- 100%. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's, it's the thing that should make this shine is not as good as I've felt in other uh, mm-hmm. mechanics I felt in other games. Yeah. Um, however, but the dressings around it, you know, go back to the Pokemon Snap corollary. It is, yes, the strongest corollary that we've ever the conceived. Strong, the strongest Dr. Mikey and Dr. Andrew, our PhD. <laughs> <laughs> that would be our proposal. It really would be. Our thesis would be like the PhD, uh, the Pokemon Snap corollary. Right. The conceit is so interesting. Yes. That it, it makes up for a lot of messiness. Because in between stunts, it's as though there's a documentary being filmed on yes. the set of each of the movies that where yeah. the stuntman's like, well, look, we're filming this in Britain and or London, wherever he says. So the driver's on the other side of the road, but this is a, a, a car with a left-sided driver. So we fixed a steering wheel to the left side that's uh, ra- rather small so they won't see. And it's like explaining an element of stunt driving behind the scenes that I never would have known. It's charming. Like, it's it, so charming. It is. It's charming because they also do it in a way that like looks and sounds kind of shitty. Yes. Like the driver clearly is not a personality. That's he's why he's a stuntman. Because it's his work. He's like, so yeah. yeah, so that's why I put my uh, hand on this side. Yes. And I thought that, and you're like, that's so cool because yeah. it could have been like, hey guys, I'm a really cool guy. And yes. you're like, no, that sucks. No, it's great. It's just a guy who shows up to work and is asked to explain what he does. Like yeah. if 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 you work in uh, like a, an assembly line or something and you do something every day and someone asks you to, to explain what you're doing, you're not going to be like, well, it's great. The product comes down here yeah. and I give it that. And it's it's like, honestly the appeal of like the office. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like well, exactly. the appeal is that they're all kind of like normal mundane. people. Yeah. yeah. Mundane. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, so Unlike Garfield who hates mundane. Oh, he hates mundanes yeah no you're you're 100 uh, correct much. about that uh, um oh by the way who you know the the animal that uh what's the animal that uh the, the dog's name that he hates Odie. hates Odie's nuts bitch <laughs> oh no <laughs> man you got a real mind goblin going there don't i'm not going there okay i'm not going there okay that's good you, you have like, a lot of restraint do you like the band imagine dragons <laughs> do i like the band imagine Dragons? yeah this is just an unrelated question no Okay, so moving on. Oh wait, why? Uh, oh, so you wouldn't like me? Ima- <laughs> you wouldn't like to imagine dragging these nuts across your face? Uh, once again, the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> no for both. Asked and answered. All right, <laughs> oh, there we go. Very good. Well, I'm gonna have to find a new birthday present for you. <laughs> I saw recently it was uh, the Top Gun Maverick, which we did a whole episode about. Uh-huh. But so go back and listen on the Mushroom Club, and it was like, oh, the the original soundtrack. It's pretty much just like the old songs and the songs by Lady Gaga, and you're like, yeah, it's a pretty powerful song. And One Republic, and you're like, eh, we can't win them all. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, you can't win them all, uh, all the stunts in this game either. Because I was awful at this. It, you know what? It surprised me because you're usually pretty good at, at like picking up and getting to know a game and especially something where it's like, here's the thing that you just tried to do. Absolutely. Do it again. I, no one was more surprised that I was bad at it more than me. I had such confidence. I was like, I'm going to crush this. I was reveling in it though. Yeah. You, I enjoyed you it. You must have loved I it. I loved it. Yeah. I want to watch the movie where the stuntman fucks up time and time again, as long as that stuntman's name is Andrew Baskin. <laughs> I'd love to see the star having uh, an increasing pile of cigarettes next to them yes. that are burnt yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, guess another one. Fucking, yeah, okay, here but we go. This, this is where if you talk about bringing a game into the modern day, like ways you can improve it. We already talked about making the controls a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You actually made a good point 
we were playing the game, it's like, what if the director got more and more upset with you as it went on? Like, what you're hearing in the in each playthrough of this is the same voice lines every time, no tone changes. Yep. But it would feel cool if it were a little bit dynamic. I would love if the director. I also just as a pressure of a of a player, I'd love if he's like, "We're out of budget. This has to be the one." Yeah. Oh my god, I would be like sweating and yes. gripping the controller and stuff great. like that. And it's almost effectively a game over, but it feels an organic way of storytelling. Yes, of a game over right. instead of like, well, you're dead because you lived three times. Like, well, what okay, does that we got to write the scene, whatever, blah blah blah. Exactly. Like that, honestly, like for a career path, if there were enough movies, like there, you know, what six movies or something that we went over yep. in this? If there were thirty <laughs> movies, yeah, and your career path took you on a trajectory that oh, only hit like some of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, well, you failed at this one, so you got to start kind of at the bottom. How about then, this for an idea? Mm. There's like a big a stunt at the end or something like that of your run. Yeah. And you only get one shot at oh, it. Oh, that's fucking and great. And so when you don't get it, it's like, well, I guess we can't use it. That's and they, great. Oh, man. That would be For fun. like an added bonus yeah. of money and all that stuff. It's a jump and fireworks go off. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, we only had the one firework. So, See, um, like those those sorts of things. There, There is a game in here somewhere yeah. that is special, like actually special. And I feel like, like they, they've always been close to it, even with Driver. It's been close to being a fantastic game, but hasn't quite yeah. gotten there. Yeah. Um, um, and, you know, going through the career and getting the different movie sets and all that stuff is cool, but it is a little bit repetitive. Uh, if you like that kind of like set piece, I can imagine some of the different levels being something you go back to because you've learned it inside and out and you can yeah. do the reverses and everything. However, the first time going through each line, I found that a little bit frustrating because there's no way to know what's around each corner. It's kind of an insane way to play the game. Like, or like forcing you to play the game. No, 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 for sure. I, I, so my recommendation, I don't know if you agreed with this or not, would be to show kind of like a flyover of what happens in the scene first, even if it's storyboarded for me. Yes. Storyboard is a good idea. So I, I, like it hasn't happened yet, but I know what, what is coming up because you'll go around a corner and then it's like quick right turn and you immediately miss it or you, you don't get the right direction or your first level. It was like. Oh, no, you got to stop and back up here. Yes. Like, oh, how was I supposed to know that? Yeah, because the know? director's not giving you a ton of detail yeah. and you don't know it until you've tried it three times and then and then you you finally get it right. I kind of like the idea also, if he just verbally told me. Like, it's like you show an FMV of yes. the two of them sitting there and going like, so you're going to take a right, you're going to, no, oh, you're going to miss this card, you're yeah. going to go left, you're going to go right. And so in your head, you're like, okay, I don't know what it looks like, but I've heard him say it. Now I can. So now yeah. I could do it. And at least there's an interpretation in there. And that's not going to change replay value, but no. I do think there's something to be said about nailing it the first time. Like one of the coolest experiences in a FromSoft game is hitting a boss for the first time and beating it and being like, how the fuck did I do that? Like, that is crazy. I almost feel like that would be nearly impossible in this game because of some of the tight corners and blind corners that you have to go upon. But that would be like my major complaint with the game apart from the controls is, is just the lack of an organic feeling to it. Even though someone is yelling directions at you, it's still hard to figure out on your first try. Um, but I think we've kind of laid out I think most, most of what we got, Andrew. Do you want to get into our, our reviews of this game? Mike, yeah, I'd love to. So we got two threes before for a six out of eight in our in our retro scores. Let's go to our current scores. Okay, so this game is... And, super- and as a reminder, this is how the game holds up in the modern day yes. against the likes of modern games. Like... Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost like of Miles Shima. Morales, like... Oh, well, those uh, are two-year-old games. <laughs> well, <laughs> fine. Let's say, let's say uh, Gran Turismo. Uh, Elder Scrolls. Elder Ring. Elden Ring. Elder Ring. Jesus Christ. Elder Ring. I hope to get the I heard Elder- myself. I heard it. I heard myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I didn't like it. No, all of our listeners heard you too. Ah, they didn't fuck. like it either. We can edit this, right? Oh, fuck. What? I forgot how. You you forgot how? 
Yeah, I didn't even remember that was an option. Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I got it right, right? Mm-hmm. Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm. Did I get it wrong again? No, you got it right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Elden Ring, mm-hmm. which is, of course, what I said the first time. So, Andrew, how does the game Stuntman hold up to Elden Ring? <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I remember what Stuntman's name was. And so I think <laughs> yeah, it's really true, four true, to four. True, true. Um, uh, okay. So with the three before, it was because I remember it being frustrating, but fun. Well, here's the thing. Kind of the same. Yeah. Like it is a really unique concept in which you don't see that today. Yeah. Now I will say the game is limited mm-hmm. and I don't know if that you could do that and go like this came $70 sure, now sure. Um, because it is so limited in its scope and with the number of levels. But at the same time, because they're not replicating something like this, uh, it has to stand on some kind of merit here of being like, that has to be a, a real you know bonus point for it. Sure. So the, the driving is not great. But it's so much fun. Yeah. It is so much fun. It's such a fun idea. The movie posters, the movie trailers, the whole thing behind it. I really liked it. And so I'm going to take a whole point off of it because of the weird driving controls and stuff like that. But I'm still going to give it a three out of four. Nice. Yeah. I. So here's the thing. Yeah. What's the thing? Part of reviewing a game in the modern day against like some modern games is that you have to bring like Squirrely Ring. Like uh, uh, Elderflower. Elderflower. Yeah, yeah. Elderflower. Such a good ring. game. Very hard. Very hard. Very I pl- hard. I played it. Um, is that is that the in the modern day, yeah. you can do things like we did with this game where, <clears throat> like I've got an Xbox Elite controller, right. which has paddles. I can rework the controls to customize them in a way where essentially a gas pedal can be used by one of the paddles. Right. That's pretty cool. And that essentially fixes the problem that existed in 2002, which I couldn't have fixed back then. So I could sort of revamp the controls of this game and bring it into the modern day. Like I said, I don't, I can't think of another game like this. And what I think would have been seen as limitations in the gameplay back when it came out, which is like, hey, there's six uh, movies, only a set number of levels, a stunt playground. It's not that elaborate. Right is kind of a mechanic that I I appreciate nowadays, okay. a limitation in the scope of a game, kind of like what I talked about in the open world games. Right. So I don't I think the fact that this is a a memory of a bygone era in yeah. in a a type of game that we just don't get anymore and B is literally a style of game that I don't know if I've ever seen since. Right. And C can be improved with modern hardware. I'm actually going to give this a bit of a bump. I would love to play more of this game wow. with modern hardware, with the paddles, even without the paddles. I just yeah. think that the idea of sitting down with this, you can probably beat it in a night yep. or oh, a yeah, night yeah. and a half yeah. or something it's like that. It's a real ape escape. A real ape escape yep. situation. Uh, I'm going to give this one a three and a half. Wow. It, it went up in You're going to be a three and a half. It went up in my esteem because here's the thing. I don't like, I, I always, I have to be consistent. And the fact that I will knock a we game. We don't have to. I, I choose to be as a professional. Well, you choose to be. Okay, so you don't have to. I'm be, consistently hypocritical. <laughs> I'm consistently a liar. As uh, according to our our listeners, I'm consistently a person with bad opinions. Do you? Wow. Do our listeners think you have bad opinions? Well, the vocal ones do. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but but seriously, like if I'm if I which I often do, like if we do, if we if we play a game like a third per a third. Yeah, third-person action mm-hmm. game on the PS2. And I'm like, hey, if we want a third-person platformer game or something like that, they exist in the modern day with way better controls. Why would I play this version from 2006 or right, something like that? Right. 
if I wanted to play this game in the a modern version of this game, it wouldn't exist. So right. for the same reasons I have to pull away points from a game that is generic then and is generic now, I should be giving a little bit of credence to something that was so ahead of its time that it hasn't been mimicked yet. And that's why I'm giving this one a bit of a bump with a three and a half. Oh, three and a half. So yeah. that's a total score of 12 and a half out of 16. Oh my God. Good score for you. It's it's a good score. Yeah, no, it's it's a good score for the game. Like I mean, like good job by them. Yeah, you know? I didn't know if you were talking about me or the game. No, you was the game. Um, and I, I wish, am the game. <laughs> oh yeah, very good. Motorheads here. <laughs> uh, I I I wish they'd remake this game. Honestly, so I'm I'm curious. I'd like to go try the 2007 Stuntman Ignition on yeah. the PS4. That'd be I'd be curious to see how that holds up. Uh, but you know, I, I would I would highly suggest if anyone's out there with the rights to this game, do a fucking Kickstarter. I don't care. Let's uh, get another version of this game. Out I there love somewhere. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 12 and a half, 16, pretty good score. But I'm gonna see. If it gets any awards. Oh, the awards. There's uh, only one way to find out. We have to drive our way over to the red carpet, yes. Andrew. So everyone um, drives down the red carpet. Here's the thing. You sit in the in the passenger seat. Okay. But it's a British car, so it's gonna look like you're driving. Oh, cool. Uh I'll drive us over there. Okay. I'll tuck my little head down. It's gonna be like one of those like uh driver education cars where you also have pedals. Yes. So we both have pedals. Yeah, we both so we're have competing pedals. We're competing each be, other. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be we're gonna if we wanna drift, we have to really coordinate yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's gonna be like a Pacific Rim type thing, like three, two, one. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, all right, good, very good. We're sharing we, a mind melt. We do have to figure out how we're going to share the horn, though, because there is only one of those. Absolutely. And it is also a Dukes of Hazard horn. <laughs> See? Mind melt. Perfect. All right, let's go to the award ceremony. All right. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh, wow. Here we are. Beautiful. Todd Snap. Todd Snap. Taking pictures of cars. Photos. Taking pictures of cars. Hey, Todd. Eyes are up here. Wow. Grills down there. Nice. Yeah. Do you, so are you a car person? Not enough. Like, here's the thing. If I said I was a car person to a car person, they'd be like, oh, what are, what's your favorite engine? And I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's why it's so much easier for me to go. I am not a car person. Yeah. I usually say I'm not, but I do have an appreciation for certain cars. Do you have a favorite car of all time? Yeah, I think it would be a Dodge Challenger of some sort, like a oh. like a seventies era Dodge Challenger. Ah, yeah. very interesting. Yeah, what about you? Uh, I I love the old Detroit cars, so like like big Pontiacs, like big boxy Pontiac, oh, Pontiacs yeah. and stuff like that. Also, the nineteen seventy two Porsche that Jennifer Connelly drove at the end of Maverick, and I'm like, oh, so you're the perfect woman ever? Right? Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> true, you can true. also sail me around. You own a bar, and then you show up in that car, and I'm like, oh wow. So yeah, you exist in real life. Uh, <laughs> okay, so there we go. Uh, all right, Elliot. Elliot's Good. here uh, in his full stuntman gear. He is. Yeah. Elliot was a stuntman before he was the engineer on our podcast, I didn't actually. know that, Our really? producer on our podcast. Wow. Yeah. yeah, sorry, oh Elliot. God, Elliot. I'm so sorry. Did you work on anything big? Oh, Italian job. Whoa. Wow. Jesus. You, you fit in a Mini Cooper? <laughs> That's surprising, actually. I'm surprised. You're so rich. Hey, um, there was someone on the set of that movie. <laughs> was there? Who? His name's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, my God. Did you read? Did you meet Mark, Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you tried to get to know Edward Norton, and Mark Wahlberg got in the way and said he wanted to be friends with you. Wow. <laughs> wow. That must have been tough on your neck looking down at him the whole time. It must have been. It must yeah, have been. You're very tall and big. Yeah. And don't you dare look down on Mark Wahlberg. No, he could have saved us. No from one looks down at him. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Elliot. Do you think that's how Mark Wahlberg celebrates 9 11? Like the day I could have done something. <laughs> Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. Elliot, why don't you reach into that uh, breast pocket of your uh, stunt driver's uniform and uh, reach into that, grab that envelope and let us know the awards this game won. 
the wine cellar. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> a nice little swirl. A nice swirl. Oi! Yeah. I'll find you toothless and whopping, my dear boy. <laughs> I go to a very expensive auto shop, and so they always, when they check my oil, take it out and swirl it in a wine glass. Oh, of and they they're do. like, oh, the color is very beautiful on this Do one. they spit it into a little, uh, <laughs> yes. uh, uh, what do they call it? You should know. Spittoon? Spit- no, what's the thing that... Uh, spittoon. It's not called a spittoon. Yeah. We'll take this out off air. Okay, sure. Um, uh, by the way, Toothless and Whapping, if you weren't watching the uh, the <laughs> gameplay, is the name of the first movie that you're filming stunts for. So I'm not that It's the Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. Also, I've killed a bunch of my uh, my technicians for my, for my car because they keep swirling oil in their mouth. <laughs> it's killing them. And I don't care. It's a nice no, shot. They're, they're worthless. Absolutely. So the wine cellar is mm-hmm. where it's got a higher score in the modern day than it did in the retro score. Yeah. My favorite award. I fucking love it. Absolutely, because it means that we had a great time with the game. And a better time than we would have in the past. A game that gets better yep. with age. Yep. Just like wine. Oh, fuck. Right. That's what the name is. Oh, see, here's the thing. The listener doesn't know this. We came upon this podcast. We we were we were rigging Ex- tombs. Yes, we were excavating. We were excavating. Absolutely. And then we're like, you will do a video game podcast. And I'm like, how is this from 2000 years ago? This is crazy. This is and insane. that's why I do believe in the younger Dryas and the and 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 uh Gobek Tepe, the you know, the civilization that lived well before the Egyptians that taught oh. them everything they know. Yeah. Uh, they were extinct because of the younger Dryas, but they passed on some knowledge, including the Sphinx to the Egyptians. Uh, it's just all, it's all real. It's all real. And it's all real. It's all real. There you go. No, no fighting on this one. No, no, no. no. I'm it's not all real. This is not a, this is not a gimmick. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is not a joke. <laughs> and I would, I would appreciate it if you did not take it like a joke. No, not like a joke. Uh, but Andrew, look, the wine cellar, a great award yeah. for a great game. Honestly, I really enjoyed my time. I, I had a really good feeling before we started this, this episode. Mm-hmm. I really thought that this one was going to come and, and do its job. And it did like, and it a, did. like a good stunt man. Absolutely. Yeah. It showed up on set, just nailed it in one take, mm. left out. And then also hightailed and just left. And it was like <laughs> in the know, car. We're he like, deserves we that. that car. <laughs> okay. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess it. Yeah, that's good. And his mind it's like how how uh, uh black noir sees like the cartoons and the boys <laughs> yeah. it's like he's seeing like unlocked new car and he drives away in that we're like that's not how this works i kept thinking about brad pitt in once upon a time oh in yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's like yeah that makes sense yeah uh yeah this game was a ton of fun if it's you can find it you know it's not easy uh go back and play it because it was a ton of fun oh yeah definitely go do that absolutely we love every single one of you thank you for watching we or listening listening or watching you, liter- you should be watching you literally went cross-eyed there did I really? You really did. Wow. So if you're watching, you saw me go cross-eyed, but thank you for listening. We love every single one of you. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Aaronworth. This is a retrograde podcast. Game over. They <laughs> do! <laughs> want more retrograde in your life? You can visit our website for show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Follow us on Twitter at RetrogradeMikey, at RetrogradeAndy, and the podcast at RetrogradePod. Or Instagram at the Retrograde Podcast. For bonus episodes, check us out at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. Send your questions and business inquiries to the retrograde podcast at gmail.com. See you next week, D Pads. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. That's Mark Ruffalo That's driving it. a car. Yeah, yeah.